Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. 1 Kings 3 records how Solomon ascended to the throne of David, his father, by divine decree, how the Lord paid him a visit. God asked him what tools he requested for his great work of governing the nation. He chose to ask for an understanding heart. And God said, Because thou hast not asked for long life, neither riches, nor the life of thine enemies, I have done according to thy words, and I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as thy father David did, then I will lengthen thy days. Solomon was probably about 19 or 20 years old at the time. He stepped at once out of the background of David's court to bear the whole weight of the kingdom, the glories of David's reign, his brother Adonijah's designs on the crown, the smoldering hostility of Saul's old supporters, combined to make his position difficult and his throne unsteady. He needed help from God. Look at the broad possibilities opened by the divine offer. We're not all kings of Israel, but in a very real sense, his commitment is one God wishes to make with every young life. The future lies blank before you, ready to receive what they choose to write on its page. Once written, it's indelible. If only young people could see the possibilities of their youth and the results that depend on early choices as clearly as they will see them one day, well, there'd be fewer wasted mornings of life and fewer gloomy sunsets. But the misery is that so many do not choose at all, but just let things slide and allow themselves to be molded by whatever influence happens to be strongest. Unfortunately, there's more evil than good in the world, and if a person takes his color from his surroundings, the chances are terribly against his developing into anything high, noble, or pure. This world is no place for a person who cannot say no. Solomon's prayer shows the attitude with which he started his reign. There is no exultation. His serious and clear-eyed spirit sees in rule a heavy task. He contrasts his inexperience with the truth and righteousness and veteran maturity of his great predecessor and trembles to think that he, a mere lad, sits on David's throne. But he pleads with God that he has made him king and implies that therefore God is bound to fit him for his office. That is the boldness permitted to faith to remind God of his own past acts, which pledge him to give what he has put us into circumstances to need. With beautiful humility, Solomon dwells on his youth and inexperience and on the vastness of the charge laid on him. All these considerations are the motives for his choice of a gift and also pleas with God to grant his request. He asked for the practical wisdom needed for ruling, but this is not the highest gift he could have had. Surely the deepest longings of his father for communion with God were even better. No doubt the wisdom of the book of Proverbs is religion and morality as well as true thinking, but the understanding heart to judge thy people which Solomon asked and received is narrower and more secular in its meaning. There is no sign in his biography that he ever had the deep inward devotion of his father. 
After the poet psalmist came the prosaic and keen-sighted shrewd man of affairs, the one breathed his ardent soul into psalms which feed devotion today. The other recorded his discernment in 3,000 proverbs, and though his songs were 1,005, they touched a lower range, both of poetry and religious feeling, than his father's, as may be expressed by calling them songs and not psalms. Even so, this request is a pattern for the young. To Solomon, dignity meant duty, and his crown was not a toy, but a mask. The responsibilities, not the enjoyments of his station, were uppermost in his mind. To look on life as a garden of delights, or sometimes as a pig pen, then farewell to all hopes of high achievement or an honorable career. Let us, you and I, instead seek the upward path. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.